When the mercury's low, old buffalo be fired up and hot. Miss Carol might have some chicken stew cooking in the pot. They got beer on ice and everything's nice dancing on the sawdust floor. Take some time to stop on by. You'll be coming back for more. Little cedar, little cedar. Hey there, goat lovers. This is Vicki, and welcome to the Goat Locker Podcast. That song that you were just listening to on the intro was an original written by my brother, Mike Cottle, uh, about a store that's just down the road across the bridge from us called Little Cedar. And I'm going to play it in its entirety at the end after the podcast is over. And uh, make sure, if you're interested, <laughs> listen to all of it, and at the very end you'll hear... Mike and my mom and my stepdad all kind of talking back and forth, and it's hilarious. It's one of the best parts of the whole song. Thelma and Louise are doing just fine. They are nine months old now. Is that right? Yeah. They're nine months old and just as funny as ever. So our our most recent thing that we do when I bring them out from the barn into the um, pasture is... We do the running of the goats. I've done it a couple of times now. So usually from the barn to the pasture, I would halter Louise and Thelma would run on her own because she knows that there's treats there and she doesn't get distracted. <laughs> but um, so we've been running in the pasture, like kind of playing hide and seek. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's flipping hilarious. <laughs> and um, so I said, well, I'll see if I'll see if Louise would run with this from the barn to the pasture um, if I get them excited. So I just started taking off from the stall and uh, running towards the pasture, and they both have done it. This is now the third morning in a row, and I'm digging it. So I'm actually running every day. It's like a, maybe a 100-yard dash with not so much emphasis on dash. Last night was our first big freeze. I uh, cut as many flowers as I could that I wanted to keep from getting destroyed last night. And uh, I've got a couple of nice bouquets, which uh, make me happy. I'm also working on some kokodama. I'm going to be teaching a class at the Stock and Grain and High Point for Sevieros. I'm going to do one in November and one in December. And I'm going to teach how to build a kokodama. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I've got some good-looking ones. I've got one that is with a um, ornamental cabbage or ornamental kale. I've got one that is a Thanksgiving slash Christmas cactus. I've got a lemon cypress, a small lemon cypress tree that'll be really nice for the December class. And I got a spider plant too. So I might experiment with a couple of other ones, but I'm really, really digging them. Oh, and I did one for myself, with a staghorn fern. So the staghorn fern is kokodamad, and I've also, I'm going to be able to hang it. And I'm going to try hanging it um, from a piece of old pasture board. Uh, you know, it's maybe two foot long, just for something for it to rest up against. And it looks really, really cool. So I'll try to add a picture um, to the podcast notes. Hey, we're taking a break for a short commercial on the Golden Goat Award. The Golden Goat Award recognizes exceptional people and encourages the hell out of them. 
the short version of why there is a Golden Goat Award, I want and I intend to have an impact by influencing my world in a positive way. Recognizing someone's effort and encouraging that goodness, it's easy and it only costs about 60 seconds of transformative time. There's zillions of people who do not experience any kind of encouragement. I can do that. I can encourage a few and make a difference, and it will have a beautiful, positive effect on me too. Thank you so much for your time. Well, that was fun. All right, so welcome to the meat of the podcast where I'm going to talk about identity. Not long ago, somebody asked me what I did with my time. Now, I don't work. Uh, I'm officially retired, but I didn't really have a good answer to, you know, to the question. They didn't ask me, where do you work? They just said, what do you do with your time? And that is a fair question, and it's one that I want a good answer to. I want that for me. Um, and I, I have the freedom and the power to do what I want. I don't have any small children to take care of. I don't have a job to go to. I don't have classes to take. I don't have anybody but myself to report to. And that is a gift, and I do not want to take it for granted. And so much of how I respond and react to everything that I come up against is based on who I think I am. And sometimes how I think others see me. And I do not want that to be a part of how I think of me, how I think of myself. I want to be the only author of who I am. I don't want any collaborators. All right, so now for the million-dollar question. Who are you? Without really thinking about it, just give me the answer that comes to mind. You know, write it down. Seriously, take five minutes and say, okay, who am I? Like, maybe that means how you introduce yourself, how you want to be introduced, how you think of yourself. Does it paint the picture and tell the story of you accurately? Um, are you satisfied with that answer? Is this how you think of yourself, or is it how others see you, and do you agree with any of that? And then if I asked you, who do you want to be, how is that answer different from who are you? Is who you believe yourself to be based on what you think or know, or have others had input into who you think you are? Has something happened to you that feels like it has defined you? You know, and that could be it could be anything, a job loss, it could be a, a foreclosure, it could be a diagnosis, it could be losing somebody close to you, a, a tragedy, you know, an accident, it could, so many things, uh, you know, and it could also be your career, you know, maybe you're retired from a career, or you are a empty nester, your children are no longer dependent on you every day for all the things you used to do for them. Or maybe you got a new job, maybe you're a doctor or a fireman, and now you feel like you are a different person because your identity has changed. There is baggage that comes with all of that, good and bad. But we have the power, we have the power to tell our own story of who we are. James Clear is the author of Atomic Habits. It's, it might be one of the most useful books I've ever read. And he says in this book, every action you take is a vote for the type of person that you wish to become. So and that's kind of where I'm at right now. I, I'm, I'm deciding on the kind of person I want to become, who I want to be when I grow up, taking the actions that helps me become that person. I've been writing down 
you know, how I want to describe myself. And I'm not making up stuff or making wishes. I'm telling myself who I see and what I like about myself. And maybe trying to figure out a way to make that be a normal way of introducing myself and thinking of myself. Back when I was in the Navy, um, I was at the schoolhouse as an instructor, and I had a chief, intelligence specialist, Chief Tracy Reese. And he was the first person I ever heard tell how to be what you want. And he said, if you want to be the leading petty officer, if you want to be the boss, then start acting like the boss. Take that job. And that's exactly what James Clear is saying when he writes, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. You just go out there and do it, man. So please um, share with me if, you, if you're into doing this exercise and, and you write it down who you are, who you think you are, or who you want to be, and uh, write it down and email it to me. I would love to hear what you got to say. And you can also send a voice uh, memo um, and email that to me too. It's I know the app on my phone and my laptop is super easy to use. Um, so if you'd like to go that route, that'd be awesome too. Uh, using your voice is really powerful and uh, I'd love to hear your voice. So give it a try if you'd like. And um, once again, I, I really appreciate y'all showing up and listening. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks and it'll be about identity and we'll have a guest or two maybe. Uh, so thank you, goat lovers. I appreciate it. Y'all take care of yourselves. Uh, buckets of love coming at you. Please stick around and listen to uh, my brother's song, uh, The Legend of Little Cedar by Mike Daniel Caudle. And uh, hope you enjoy it. Little Cedar, Little Cedar, built 1952. Dumont built a country store while backer farming too. When Dumont died, Tommy stepped in to keep this legend alive. Down at Little Cedar, Dumont's country store. Buy your bread and beer and cola and a whole lot more. Third generation sales now runs this little store. Beverly and Dwayne will greet you. Tommy's fishing at the shore. Little Cedar, Little Cedar, built in 1952. Dumont built a country store while back of farming too. On Monday nights about seven, come and listen to them play. They'll be picking and grinning, and you don't have to pay. When the mercury's low, old buffalo be fired up and hot. Miss Carol might have some chicken stew. Cooking in the pot They got beer on ice And everything's nice Dancing on the sawdust floor Take some time to stop on by You'll be coming back for more Little Cedar, Little Cedar Built in 1952 Dumont built a country store While back are farming too On Monday nights about seven Come and listen to them play They'll be picking and grinning, and you don't have to pay. Get a bite to eat, shoot some food, get directions to town. This is the place you can get it all, best country folks around. They got RC colas and moon pies and hoop cheese, too. Keep your hat on tight when you take a drink of that high-octane Mountain Dew. Little Cedar, Little Cedar. 
Dumont built a country store while back of farming too. Monday nights about seven, come and listen to them play. They'll be picking and a grinning, and you don't have to pay. Ride your bike on Tuesday night, leave your colors at the door. Little Cedar's friendly atmosphere will live on for sure. You'll see those and shovel heads too, and a pan now and then. So saddle on up and ride on down, and be sure to bring your friends. Little Cedar, Little Cedar, built 1952. Dumont built a country store while back we're farming too. Third generation sales now runs this little store. Take some time to stop on by. You'll be coming back for more. You'll be coming back for more. Yeah, you will. You'll be coming back for more. Two and eight tenths miles north of Hornytown, uh, North Carolina. Ten dash four. Maybe one and Thank more. you for shopping Johnny at Little Cedar. Ray, I always want to say that. They got credit Don't down there if you need it. Coke and peanuts. I think they got credit. You paid my tab yet? Who's got my tab? 